Today in Security from Wired. How a shady Chinese firm's encryption chips got inside the U.S. Navy, NATO, and NASA. The U.S. government warns encryption chipmaker Huolan has suspicious ties to China's military. Yet U.S. agencies still use one of its subsidiaries' chips, raising fears of a backdoor. By Andy Greenberg. From TikTok to Huawei routers to DJI drones, rising tensions between China and the U.S. have made Americans and the U.S. government increasingly wary of Chinese-owned technologies. But thanks to the complexity of the hardware supply chain, encryption chips sold by the subsidiary of a company specifically flagged in warnings from the U.S. Department of Commerce for its ties to the Chinese military have found their way into the storage hardware of military and intelligence networks across the West. In July of 2021, the Commerce Department's Bureau of Industry and Security added the Hangzhou, China-based encryption chip manufacturer Huolan Microelectronics, also known as Sage Microelectronics, to its so-called Entity List, a vaguely named trade restrictions list that highlights companies acting contrary to the foreign policy interests of the United States. Specifically, the Bureau noted that Huolan had been added to the list for acquiring and attempting to acquire U.S. origin items in support of military modernization for China's People's Liberation Army. Yet nearly two years later, Huolan, and in particular its subsidiary known as Initio, a company originally headquartered in Taiwan that it acquired in 2016, still supplies encryption microcontroller chips to Western manufacturers of encrypted hard drives including several that list as customers on their websites Western governments' aerospace, military, and intelligence agencies, NASA, NATO, and the U.S. and U.K. militaries. Federal procurement records show that U.S. government agencies from the Federal Aviation Administration to the Drug Enforcement Administration to the U.S. Navy have bought encrypted hard drives that use the chips too. The disconnect between the Commerce Department's warnings and Western government customers means that chips sold by Huolan subsidiary have ended up deep inside sensitive Western information networks, perhaps due to the ambiguity of their initial branding and its Taiwanese origin prior to 2016. The chip vendor's Chinese ownership has raised fears among security researchers and China-focused national securities analysts that they could have a hidden backdoor that would allow China's government to stealthily decrypt Western agencies' secrets. Technically, the entity list is an export control list, says Emily Weinstein, a researcher at Georgetown University's Center for Security and Emerging Technology. That means U.S. organizations are forbidden from exporting components to companies on the list, rather than importing components from them. But Kerry, Weinstein, and the Commerce Department note that it's often used as a de facto warning to U.S. customers not to buy from a listed foreign company either. Both networking firm Huawei and drone maker DJI have been added to the list, for instance, for their alleged ties to the Chinese military. It's used somewhat as a blacklist, says Weinstein. The entity list should be a red or maybe a yellow alert to anyone in the U.S. government who's working with this company to take a second look at this. When Wired reached out to the Commerce Department's Bureau of Industry and Security, a spokesperson responded that the BIS is restricted by law from commenting to the press on specific companies and that a company's unlisted subsidiary, like Initio, isn't technically affected by the entity list's legal restrictions. But the spokesperson added that, as a general matter, affiliation with an entity-listed party should be considered a red flag. Huolan's Initio chips are used in encrypted storage devices as so-called bridge controllers, 
sitting between the USB connection in a storage device and memory chips or magnetic drive to encrypt and decrypt data on a USB thumb drive or external hard drive. Security researchers' teardowns have shown that storage device manufacturers including Lenovo, Western Digital, Verbatim, and Zalman have all at times used encryption chips sold by Initio. But three lesser-known hard drive manufacturers in particular also integrate the Initio chips and list Western government, military, and intelligence agencies as customers. The Middlesex UK-based hard drive maker iStorage lists on its website customers including NATO and the UK Ministry of Defense. South Pasadena, California-based SecureDrive lists as customers the U.S. Army and NASA. And U.S. federal procurement records show that Poway, California-based Apricorn has sold its encrypted storage products, which use Initio chips to NASA, the Navy, the FAA, and the DEA, among many others. The encryption features enabled by Initio chips in those drives are designed to protect their data against compromise if the drives are physically accessed, lost, or stolen. But the security of that encryption feature essentially depends on trusting the chip's designer, cryptography experts warn. If there were a secret vulnerability or intentional backdoor in the chips, it would allow anyone who lays hands on any drives that use them, drives are often marked for use in the field, to defeat that feature. And that backdoor could be very, very difficult to detect, cryptographers note, even on the closest inspection. In the end, it's a matter of trust, whether you actually trust this vendor and its components with all your sensitive data, says Matthias Dieg, a security researcher at German cybersecurity firm CIS, who has analyzed the Initio chip. These kinds of microcontrollers are a black box to me and every other researcher trying to understand how this device is working. Last year, Dieg analyzed the first firmware of a verbatim secure USB thumb drive that uses an Initio chip and found multiple security vulnerabilities, one allowed him to quickly bypass a fingerprint reader or pin on the drives and access any administrative password that had been set for the drives, a master password feature designed to allow IT administrators to decrypt users' devices. Another flaw allowed him to brute force the decryption key for the drives, deriving the key to access their contents in at most 36 hours. Dig says that Initio has since fixed those vulnerabilities, but more troubling, he says, was how tough it was to do that analysis of the device's firmware. The code had no public documentation, and Hualan didn't respond to his requests for more information. Dig says the lack of transparency points to how difficult it would be to find a hardware-based backdoor in the chips, such as a minuscule component hidden in their physical design to allow for surreptitious decryption. He notes, too, that there's no way of knowing whether the vulnerabilities he found were accidental. Is it better to have a hidden backdoor, Dig asks, or one that is more visible but can be attributed to negligence by the developer? Hualan didn't respond to Wired's multiple requests for comment. But iStorage, the UK-based encrypted hard drive maker that uses Initio chips, told Wired that its storage device's architecture means that users don't have to trust Hualan or its Initio subsidiary because the private keys used to encrypt and decrypt data stored on them are generated and stored by a separate chip that comes from a different France-based manufacturer, and the Initio chip never stores that key. I appreciate concerns with using Chinese technology, but we're very confident that even though we're using these chips, our products cannot be hacked, even by Initio or Hualan, iStorage's CEO, John Michaels, says. Michael also noted that some of iStorage products use a chip sold by Taiwanese firm Faison instead of Hualan or Initio, but didn't specify which products. 
The mere fact that so many Western government agencies are buying products that include chips sold by the subsidiary of a company on the Commerce Department's trade restrictions list points to the complexities of navigating the computing hardware supply chain, says the Atlantic Council's Kerry. At minimum, it's a real oversight. Organizations that should be prioritizing this level of security are apparently not able to do so, or are making mistakes that have allowed for these products to get into their environments, he says. It seems very significant, and it's probably not a one-off mistake. Thanks for listening. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com slash security.